You're listening to The Far Podcast Starring Todd Perry Fuck <laughs> Perez I was showing him something that day Because I was pretty backed up like I said And from the rotating game of Cigar Store Indians Jeff Armatz I smell bad, but I can appreciate this funk that I'm producing Everybody, welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Hey, doing good. Get up to that mic Down there. low. That's where it was. Mike yeah. is down low and to the left, coming back again. The great Jeff Harmatz, the comic book artist extraordinaire. Hello, hello. So, uh, on today's show, we're going to discuss something, you know, kind of simple, something pastoral, hmm. something, you know, very, very chill. We're going to talk about the simple pleasures in life. Uh, lots of times, uh, you know, we talk about kind of weird, crazy things, but we're gonna we're gonna boil it down to a small little thing that maybe uh, everybody can relate to, mm. and then maybe you can comment later and tell me about your simple pleasures in life. But we're gonna get to that in a minute. Mm. But uh, as everybody knows, we're we're in deep into the NFL playoffs right now, and I know that I'm talking to two guys that probably have basically little to nothing to nope. say about the NFL. I don't have much either. So. Nothing. I got nothing. I have Jeff. fun I stuff nothing. about Arena and um, XFL, interestingly enough. Well, because, Buck, you're a big-time basketball fan. Like, you pay attention I to, love the Lakers. to basketball hardcore, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the one sport I've, I played as a kid, and I didn't get laughed at, which was a good sign. Baseball, yeah. I got laughed at. If you're not getting uh, laughed at, you know you're doing something okay. Soccer, I got mocked. Not too much laughed, but... Basketball, I was okay because I was always tall. What are we smoking here? Uh, Jeff rolls his own cigarettes, which yeah. makes it uh, a little bit of a different experience. With a filter. Absolutely. I'm a poor guy, but I'm a classic poor guy. Exactly. I mean, uh, the filter is what? Cotton? Same thing that uh, uh, a woman... But you have filters I have a big you? bag of filters. You yes. have fucking filters with you? What the hell that's is that? A really, that's, uh, a... that's a really elaborate scheme to get your nicotine fix. Right. Well, if you, uh, it's a lot cheaper to roll your own cigarettes. Um, it is? Oh, it's insanely cheaper. And if you just buy filters, they don't taste, they're like half as gross. Yeah, I got a nice little, nice little buzz just off the hip, you know? Yeah. You yeah. feeling that, bud? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I know that, you know, that this is not the, the, the show to discuss sports on, but I, I want to let everybody know that I'm a, uh, everybody knows this, this is the show, I'm a hardcore Oakland Raiders fan. So, but, you know, it was a disappointing season where the Raiders wound up 4-12. and 12. Disappointing, but not surprising. Yes. Yes. So two seasons in a row where there are four wins and 12 losses. So I'm at wit's end with the Oakland Raiders. I've had more pain and near ulcers watching the Raiders uh, recently than, than anything in life has thrown me. But there's been a very interesting development in the city of Los Angeles football-wise because we don't have a NFL team, and is that there's an arena football league team that is starting up in April. There used to be one. The Avengers. the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. I, I was went, at their first game. I went to a game or two, yeah, because tickets were free. We used to give away tickets to Staples Center. It's a good time. Yeah. And what happened to that? I, well, I've, I've, never, I've never been to one. We used to have free tickets all the time from KLSX. But it's it's like a 50-yard game instead of 100 yards, and they play on AstroTurf. And Todd Marinovich, the great uh, famous drug addict, was the quarterback for the Avengers. Anyway, so I started thinking... The new team coming to L.A. for arena football this year is the L.A. Kiss. 
which is owned by Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley from Kiss. Of course. Mm. And I got so depressed in my fandom for the uh, for the Oakland Raiders that I thought maybe I should buy season tickets to the LA Kiss. That's desperation. Maybe I maybe I need some time off. I mean, eventually I will return to my hardcore bleeding heart fandom for my team, but I need some time off. Well, which fans are going to have more makeup in the audience? The Raiders fans or the Kiss fans? I think it's it's kind of the same audience, right? right. Like wearing the spikes and the mm-hmm. whole bit like a Kiss concert and a Raider uh, game is going to be the same, but probably more cholos at the Raider game versus, you know, this is going to be like, you know, middle-aged white guys at the LA Kiss games. And I guess uh, they're playing in Anaheim at the Honda Center, and their Kiss actually, if you buy season tickets, you get to go to a Kiss concert. Oh boy, Gene Simmons. When will he? He he's always thinking that guy. I wasn't going to buy tickets for the game, but if I could go to that free Kiss show, then sign me the fuck up. <laughs> and, you're on, you're into it. Very into, into that. It, into it. Hopefully, it'll be like kind of low key, very acoustic. Maybe at the House of Blues at Disneyland. You know, we can rock <laughs> out over there. Oh yeah. I, I always I always thought that of all the big bands that people talk about, like the biggest band, like Zeppelin, the Beatles, Pink Floyd, Kiss gets kind of thrown in the big band thing, but there's only like three Kiss hits. Like Kiss is the biggest band with the least amount of hits. Oh, they're they're all bad hits too. Like they're not good hits. Yeah, there's like no good. Oh, what you talking? <laughs> there's like no good Kiss music. But I was thinking about this. Imagine being in the stands, right? And the L.A. Kiss score a touchdown, and you hear. Yeah, you feel this, right? It sounds like both. Better songs than this. It sounds like Mata Hoople. And this is the Bill and Ted song, right? Yeah. This is the song that saves the universe, apparently. Hell fucking yeah, it does. Now imagine with, seeing, with seeing, uh, Station. Station was a shit. Now imagine. What jam? Right? You're sitting there in the stands. You got your makeup on. We're all bobbing our heads right now. You're feeling it, right? Yeah. This might be a good entertainment time, right? Yeah. Well, are they going to play other songs when you go to a stadium game? They always play all. You know, they play the uh, Gary Get the Gary Glitter Gary song, Glitter. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, like I, I know Boston does that Billy Joel song. Uh, the, or? the hit. The hit uh, sorry, the chorus. Sorry. You light your lighter right now, motherfucker. That's right. We just scored. Light that lighter. Yeah, exactly. And I kiss just one again. Yeah. So maybe, you know, maybe just in my desperation for a winner, I might back the LA Kiss because look at this. Their quarterback. They just signed a big quarterback. Colt Brennan. Sounds like a, a gay porn star. Yeah, but he was actually on the practice squad for the Raiders for like uh, like a month, and then they cut him. So you know he must be good. In 2010, he couldn't even make the fucking Raiders as a backup quarterback. <laughs> so is this like the Raider D League team? Because that would be a smart move for him. He'd have you know idiot fans like you from the Raiders going, <laughs> "Oh, this one guy was out there for a minute. Oh shit! All right, I'll go see him." But then I thought, that, okay, so I saw online that on January the 11th. They're having a uh, open tryout for people who want to play for the LA Kiss. Oh my god! Oh. Right? Yeah. Maybe I could be like a back. Maybe they go be like, "Oh, Todd has a, a podcast, very successful. He can maybe pack the stands, 
with the listeners to the show. Well, maybe maybe I'll just do a little Perry, a little jersey for the LA Kiss. Is there, I don't know football, but is there a type of uh, position on a football squad that would require somebody of your particular build? I have a good arm. Okay. But, I feel like I'd be a good backup player. But you're a lean, lanky man. Like, you would get demolished. But... I'd have pads on. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe I could bulk up. Maybe my, my wife can stop making the fucking turkey chili and put a little beef in there. Help a brother out. I'm gonna be stop, you know, I've been working out. I got a membership to Crunch Gym and Liquid. I think I would be a good a, a good fit maybe as a third-string quarterback. Or what if they need an announcer for the L.A. Kids? That's Imagine where I see you. Far out. Maybe you can have you can have me and Buck. Jeff, you can come by in the booth and be like, fucking chick. Chick Hearn, Stu Lance style. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Uh, here comes the uh, kickoff here, and it's picked up by, uh, I don't know, some guy that got cut by the Raiders back in 07, <laughs> returning the kick. Number 24. Number 24. Uh, yeah. uh, Jacoby Ford is uh, running the kickback. Like, you know, that would be, that would be like on the, you know, 8.30 a.m. radio, the, the home of the L.A. Kiss. Yeah. I think that would be the sweetest job. And then every once in a while, we'd have Gene Simmons come, like in the broadcast booth, like, we're having a very good uh, week this week with the LA Kiss. Uh, we've got the uh, Kiss girls that are signing autographs over there, and also we're selling the Kiss coffin, where you can buy uh, a coffin that also doubles as a cooler. You know I'm Israeli, and then you know it would it would be a great joy. So I think that if someone could be the voice of the LA Kiss, if not the third string quarterback, this kid right here. Yeah. Are they having open auditions for uh, vocal talent? Like. Like you. Uh, can you show up at that audition, that open audition, and uh, participate? Can you be like, I'm not here for the team. I'm just here to uh, be awesome on the radio. I think, I don't know. I should get in touch with Gene Simmons. Well. Maybe, uh, maybe hit him up on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, would your wife want to be a kiss girl? I think she could. Well, I think my wife, she was, a, uh, she was, a, she was the head cheerleader at our high school. Wow. And she was. And, and she, has the, she has the outfit. And it's hanging in one of our closets. And I would say, hey, baby doll. To throw that uh, uh, La Quinta from Westminster, La Quinta High School, nice. uh, Aztecs jersey on. Let's, let's get a little weird tonight. Never happens. Never happened yet. You're saying you put it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I dress like uh, La Quinta Aztec. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. And you put it on in nothing. And I play a little God Gave Rock. That's and surprising. And that's then, that's shocking. Far Out is brought to you by. Madame Diana's retro reproductions of personal feminine massagers. Old-fashioned solutions to ageless problems. Now guaranteed splinter-free. So I, uh... like the big pausing. I, uh... Scratchy voice. I was not blessed with a great radio voice. I'm sorry. Good inflection. I think you sound great. Thank you. And it has not improved over time. I used to shout. I used to scream. If you listen to old uh, low-budget stuff from like when we were on the radio, I pumped the headphones real loud and just yelled the whole time. But um, I, uh, I, I don't talk about this often, but I have a degree in communications from Cal State <laughs> University, Long Beach. Yes. And as part of that, we discussed... How like there's a lot of a lot of it was about interpersonal relationships and how people navigate them, and about how the average person judges their relationships with their friends or with their significant others, with their family based on ma- massive life events. Hmm. Like you you judge your relationship with your girlfriend or wife based on the last fight you had, 
When really the the heuristic or the the, uh, the the baseline you should interpret your relationships by are the normal day in and day out things that happen. That's what really makes up a relationship, not these big events, these catastrophic events that happen every six months or every year. And the same thing is kind of with life. With life, we tend to look at these big events that we have, like weddings, births, funerals. Um, you know, the other day I bought a stove. I felt very good about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we look at those and we say, those are the things that are the signposts in my life in which I can judge my life by. Hmm. You got a promotion. You got your new big thing going in the comic world. You're driving a bigger, more badass food truck. And that's what you're, you, you see yourself as. But really, the real things are about the small things in life that you enjoy. And that's what's really kind of your daily routine in life. What, what makes you happy. Hmm. So I, I had a small experience the other day in which I found great joy in a very simple moment. I was with my wife and we were over at Wendy's, you know, the uh, fast food joint. I've been watching what I eat. So I got myself a, a chicken Caesar salad at Wendy's and it came in one of these these uh, these bowls. We have the plastic top and it's kind of domed a little bit so you have some room when you put your you put your dressing on it. And you shake that son of a bitch so you get the dressing throughout the whole salad. Oh, you're really doing it up. And this, I don't know if you guys frequently buy salads that are prepackaged or you go to you know <clears throat> lunch spots from work and you get a salad. But there is no. no... Oh. I'm sorry. I don't eat salad. I love I love salad. Really? Yes. Yeah. I, I love a salad. I'm seeing the whole relation of like, you know, your pets and stuff like that. Your turtle who eats Kale, yeah. Lettuce, kale, yeah. yeah, yeah, stuff like that. I'm seeing it, dude. It's it, it's all coming to me. Yeah, we both we both agree uh, eating wise. You know, we we have that bond. But like, I sat there and I'm shaking the salad. And I'm trying to get the dressing to the bottom of the salad. and I'm trying to make sure I, I angle it. And then, but I know if I shake it too hard, it's going to get wild, and the salad is going to be projected across the Lakewood Wendy's. It's going everywhere. But you got to keep the top a little bit loose in order to keep some action going in there because they pack the salad real tight. And it's a whole game. It's a it's an experienced man's game. It's not it's not the game of a fucking amateur trying to get that salad right. Yeah, that sounds like Hurt Locker. <laughs> it's crazy. And, <laughs> and so I I realize that I I think I just buy the salad so I can do the shake thing. And my yeah. wife saw I stood up from the the little booth we had, and I got down. I was almost I was almost like a a catcher slash karate guy in a horse stance and I got the arms like a paint shaker and he started going like this shaking the salad and she's like what the fuck are you doing you sociopath yeah. I said no man this is great and then, then I opened it up and I was like look at that the dressing is on the bottom oh. and it's on the top perfectly and- tossed that is so <laughs> sexy like I, you know I'm a straight gentleman but yeah. I just the, the perfectly you know dressing salad the fact that you could pull that off at a Wendy's, yeah. that's beautiful. And I want to cry. A, there's a lot of people in there. there this is a high-stress <clears> environment. <throat> and people are probably a little, a little scared. See this crazy white dude going buck nasty on a salad. But then I, but I was like, I get so much pure, small-life joy out of that interaction. That's maybe why I uh, buy so many salads. I, I totally feel you on that. Uh, yeah, that is. That's just a. It's a truly beautiful thing. Like, Thank you. That is. You are a master. I've struggled with that in my life. You, you fucking handle it. Yeah, it, it got on all the chicken and oh. and like I like when there's a little bit. I don't like the, the tomato without dressing is bullshit. But the yeah. tomato, a little bit of dressing on it. Uh, I made sure the bacon got from one side of the salad because they clump it on one side that the bacon made its way over to the other side. Like it was a whole thing. And I realized I get so much joy out of that that there's certain simple pleasures in life that. Uh, 
I think I think we all have that that maybe people don't talk about that maybe we can uh-huh. discuss slightly. Uh, and I want to know, Jeff, is there, do you have any simple pleasures in life that really kind of get you off? You know? Well, uh, beyond that one, which really almost moved me to tears is hearing you describe that <laughs> yes. salad. I, I have to be perfectly honest with you. Um, well, we're we're Los Angelinos. Yes, we are. Um, and traffic is a big problem. I mean, it's a stereotype about our city, but traffic remains. It a really big is problem. a bitch. I spend yeah. oh, traffic two and a half hours a, a day in traffic. Yeah, I was late to this podcast. <laughs> Because of traffic. Yes. It held me up. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just everything we it, do. It, it takes your soul. You have to you have to plan your day around traffic. But when you're when you find that just perfect shortcut for wherever you're oh. trying to get to, that is just that is just a, that's a delight. That's it's so divine. good. It it's is divine. Now I know it may be a little inside baseball because most of our listeners aren't in Los Angeles. Mm. But do, do you for the LA listeners? Do you, you got one? You know what? I can't. It's it's not it's not like a particular shortcut. It's just like when you're leaving and you gotta go somewhere at, during rush hour, and you just like you're like, oh, maybe I'll go this way. How did you get here? Yeah, and it's like <laughs> oh, you just you just make that right turn and you just hit it the right way. It's not like per, a specific route. It's just like you make the right decision at the right time, yeah. and that is just it's beautiful. It I, really is nice. I always see how like Eskimos have forty different words for snow. Like, Angelinos have, like, 70 different words for traffic, you know. Buck, do you have, do you have any simple pleasures, Buck? In life? Uh, well, I noticed, um, just to get primal with it, uh, you know, I was I was a little backed up. Okay, over the holidays, a lot of stress, a lot of stuff going on. I, I, just, noticed, I just noticed I wasn't going. You need a little, need a little Swiss kiss, as uh, <laughs> Louis Armstrong would say. I don't know what that means, but yes. It's Louis Armstrong's favorite laxative. Anything? Swiss kiss is a laxative? He would always, in any interview with Louis Armstrong back in the day, he would derail it into, then I take my Swiss kiss. He's like advertising for him. He was more into talking about like his daily, because la- he was like a big time laxative. He was like an addict to laxatives and weed. Really? Yeah, he smoked a lot of weed, but I mean, he didn't hype that. He hyped yeah. the laxative. <laughs> Does that what it sounded like when he, Did his voice sound like what he also sounds like when he shits? Ah, my Swiss kiss. I'm taking a dump. So. Salt peanuts. All right. So, anyway, being the holidays, I was at my, I was at my childhood home. Oh. You know, my house, my, Z- my Xanadu, you know, where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was in the bathroom that, you know, I grew up in. And I felt You learned how to take a dump in this Pretty much I probably did, yeah. That that very toilet. You're showing that toilet that you learned a lot since those days. <laughs> I was showing him something that day because I was pretty backed up, like I said. So I realized that most times when I go over to my parents' pad, it's it's just, you know, maybe I'm going over there to help them move shit or do something like that. I, I wind up taking a shit. Like, yeah. I just feel very comfortable there. And it's one of the, you know, I, I, I'm like Al Bundy. I'm taking the paper in with me, you know, as soon as I, oh, give me, give me like 20 minutes on this, you know, type shit. So I feel like that's one of the pleasures that, you know, I can enjoy now. Like and taking con- a shit where you were born. Consciously. Yes. Yes. It's, it's like you're going back to your native soil. Like if you, if you came from afar, like if you, uh, immigrated from a, 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 a city in a land very far away and you got back and you deposited back into the same farm where you grew your food, you know? Right. Circle it's of almost life. like time travel. Yeah. Future shit. 
and <laughs> old past toilet. And, I, I don't remember this cabinetry being so close to my knees when I was a small child. And now, now that I, I realize this, I'm conscious of it, you know. So I'm going to, you know, try taking a shit different ways, like you know, in France when they have the shitter way down low and you stand up doing it. You know, yeah. talk, a, talk a lot about shit no, on you this don't, podcast. You don't, you don't stand, dude. You, you're supposed to crouch no, on I that. Just, I just, stood, no, I just no, stood erect and took a shit. There's no country in this world where they say stand. Everything's a croucher, dude. Well, I was, I, I don't know. I was trying to test my aim out. I guess it did not work that well. I, uh, and they charged me for toilet paper, motherfucking French bastards. Yeah, that that is a that is a simple pleasure. My my mother moved, so my my home toilet is is no longer. Don't you want to go back? I'd have to break into my old apartment. Just knock on the door, be like, you know, can I drop a deuce real quick? <laughs> Just I, for old times. Can I make an announcement to my girlfriend on this podcast? Yes, um, sure. So uh, we've been dating for a very long time. And it's still, you know, it's probably in me that I uh, I don't like to make a big production out of shit. So I've, I've never farted in front of her. We've been dating for over three years. I at this still point. find that very weird. Yeah, yeah I've said you too. It's kind uh, of open, robust sexual relationship, but yet you can't. Yeah. Um, Has she let go in front of you? Uh, no, not that I've ever heard. Uh, and I, I think I've t- brought brought this up on the podcast before. Yeah. But um, I'm going to announce to her that I would like to keep uh, a comic book or two in the bathroom for uh, when I'm at her place, so I can read them. I have one stashed away, hidden that I'm sure she's found. But I'm probably going to uh, build a, a small library in her bathroom. Is it porno? It's nothing pornographic. That's what I'm saying. Why do you have to hide it? You know, I'm not just not trying to make a big production out of it. <laughs> I, I found I found that with Twitter, I uh, I, I, I take much more long. Luxurious dumps than I used to because, like, I, I'm like a Twitter addict. Like, I some like Twitter has like replaced smoking in mm-hmm. my life. It's like that's what I do for my five minute break. You know, I'll just look at Twitter and like I'll I'll sit like at at my house and it's like in the morning and I'm waiting for the coffee to get made and I'll go oh, I'll take a little constitutional and then I'll get the Twitter going and I'll be completely done with my dump. But you know, when you wake up in the morning, you have ten hours of Twitter to catch up on because the rest of the world has been tweeting and so then I'll be oh, I'll, I'll be done. And I'll just sit for another five minutes, like, oh, I'm just checking out Twitter, and then I'll set it on the scale <laughs> in in, a, in my bathroom, because there's a scale right by there. You guys, I'm sure you weighed yourselves while uh, enjoying my bathroom. And then uh, and then sometimes I leave my, my phone in there, and I got to run back in. But Another simple pleasure I, I like is whenever I get gas hmm. from the gas station, I, uh, I like to just give a little, yeah. just a little sniff on the pump. Takes you back to... Uh the ice cream truck. Now is That's it, what it does for me? Is it a <laughs> is it a huffing thing? Like yeah, you're getting exactly. high, or do you just enjoy the smell? I love the smell. I kind of do too. Okay, so you have that buck. Do you like the smell, guys? No, me and the ice cream man just used to huff. Yeah, but that, but that's out of the exhaust. That's carbon monoxide. That's yeah. suicidal. Yeah, uh, to, to straight up gasoline, it actually like it has a, an intoxicating aroma, and no, not in a way that it fucks you up. Just like it smells good. Yeah. It kicks off some endorphin. It does. And I, I think that you could you could divide. You know, I always hate it when people say there's two types of people in this world, but there really is. There's people that either love the smell of gas or people want nothing to do with it. Hmm. And I always like like right before I hit that 87 button on there, and I took the. <laughs> Top off and it's a it's a very erotic experience. I take I take the uh, gas pump off and I just I don't want to make it look like I'm sniffing gas because of the other motorists around me that are getting gas. Right. And I don't want the guy who owns the gas station to find me to be a freak. So I just sit and I and I walk and I do this exaggerated movement like a dancer and I bring it right up and I, and then then. And then in the, into the gas tank, and that usually that gives me enough of a little bit of a buzz to roll off at least two dollars and fifty cents on the gas meter. 
And then I sit and I fill up the car, and then I look at Twitter. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I love the, the smell of gas, and that's a simple wow. pleasure in I've, my life. I've never gone to that extreme where I've sniffed the uh, nozzle, but when oh, I'm no. at a gas station, I always like kind of you know breathe it in. I, I take in the aromas. You should do it. That aren't the hot dogs that they're selling. Yeah, you don't go straight to the tap on that shit. Yeah. Yeah, maybe so, next time. So, Jeff, you got any other simple pleasures in life? I do. Um, you know, th- well, on the subject of smelling, like, um, sometimes when you're just, like, real stinky, if you've been, like, doing, if you're on a hike or doing a strenuous exercise and you yeah. get home before you take a shower and, like, it's like, oh, you know, I smell bad, but I can appreciate, I can appreciate this funk that I'm producing. Yeah. No, no one else does, though. Yeah, no one. It's not for anybody else, but it's just a simple pleasure for me and my body, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> like, do, do, do you do, like... It's all about you. Do you, do you, do you yeah. shove your nose up in your armpit? Is no, there, nothing this? like that, but it's just like, you know, you, you get taken off your clothes, you're about to get in the shower, and it's like, oh, you know, it's like, it's fine, I'm producing some fine aromas. You, you, know, you just love the smell of you. Is what it is. I guess. You, I guess you I just do. love the smell of you. Yeah. yeah, it's just like yeah. You know, I like me. I have high self esteem. Exactly. I'm, yeah. so I'm good with that. If I'm yeah. producing something, whether it's uh, a nasty funk or a macaroni image for my mother's uh, birthday, I'm proud of it. Oh, there you go. I, you know, I do like there's there, there's the bad bo funk, which I don't put off anymore. I think I'm at that age where my body doesn't produce the horrible smells, mm-hmm. but it will get a little funk going on, like. I like it when I usually like. If you look at the shirt I'm wearing right now, you probably always see me wearing this shirt, Buck. Usually when we record, yeah, it's a it's a staple. Yeah, yeah. This is a, it's a nice you know cotton poly blend, like Forever Twenty One shirt, but it just it just fits my body right, and I wear it all weekend. So I, I on Friday night when I get relaxed after a nice dinner with my wife, I, I put the a shirt on, and then usually I sleep in it, and I wear it the entire weekend. And then by Sunday, it starts to really start getting me in it, you know. But I, I, I like it, and then usually I'll just take it off, give it a nice little whiff, and I'll throw it in the basket and maybe wash it during the week, and then I'll repeat the same thing again because that's my comfy shirt, mm. you know. Mm. Well, conversely, when uh, a lady, uh, your lady, sleeps in uh, your shirt, and then you get the shirt back. It's like I'll probably, I'm probably gonna wear this shirt before I wash it. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got a little funk scent to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I wouldn't yeah, even. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say a lady would put out a funk. It's just, just like a, they have, ladies have a different aroma than a gentleman. Well, they have the uh, pheromones. Yeah. Is that what's going on? <laughs> pheromones. <laughs> the look on your face like pheromones <laughs> is great. Pheromones. I uh, uh Buck, Buck, do you have any more simple pleasures? I had one in my head just then. Uh, I'll, I'll go into mine and then yeah, we'll go ahead, kick go back ahead. one to you. Uh, I I like uh I like uh. I like Q-tipping my ear. I'm a, I don't know. I, I think this is one of those things that's kind of outside of my knowledge base of other human beings. I don't know how long people, how often people clean out their ears. Rarely. But I'm an obsessive ear cleaner. Like, I'm not a fastidious person that's like weird and OCD and like is, is totally crazy about cleaning themselves that crazy. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a normal on the hygiene scale, but mm. I do really clean out my ears like every day. Mm. And there's something about, I don't know, there's nerve endings, maybe because it's a sensitive thing. Maybe I'm close to rupturing an eardrum. But yeah, it's like, not good. I like to get in there with the Q-tip, and then I like to pull it out and see what I got. Of course. I understand you're not supposed to stick the Q-tip in your ear. I get I get pretty uh, deep. I don't go to the drum. Yeah. I, I once fucked up because I sneezed with a Q-tip in my ear, which oh, is... Oh, yeah, my God. I, that is the most pain... Because also, when you, when you sneeze, you shove it in a little, because you jerk. And, and, you, and you're in country, in your ear with it, and it's, and then one, I, I, I feel like I almost jammed in my brain one time, and that was very painful. But, hmm. And then I like to take it out, and I like to see what I came back with. 
like earwax wise. Right. Have you ever had your ears flushed? No. Oh, you never had that? What are you talking? I had, I had an ear problem when I was young, when I was like in fourth grade, <laughs> and I went to the doctor because I couldn't hear out of an ear for a long time. Yeah. And they, they take this like water and they put it in this big thing. It's like a, it's like a turkey baster meets a cocking gun. Mm. Okay. Mm. Now, Sorry. this Whoa. is when you were a kid you had this done, right? Yeah, I had this done. Dude, I had the gnarliest thing. I had ear problems too. Yeah. So the doctor's solution was <clears throat> take a pen cap. Take the end of this. Yeah, this thing that just fell off. This right here. Huh? The other end. Blow up a balloon. Stick it to the end of there. Stick it up my nose and release the balloon. That was for your ears. It was. I'm sorry. Nose, ears. It, my nose and ears were clogged. Pretty were you much. going to the Theodoric Barber? Of I don't know what the fuck this was, dude. I like, see in your stomach you have so, a small toad. So, so he told me to. <laughs> He told me to when when this is going on because I'm fucking. Did you have good health insurance? I'm freaked out. My mom was an attorney. She was right there, like watching me do it. An attorney. So anyway, was the doctor laughing? <laughs> when, Touching himself when, like he did that? when the when it's up my nose and I'm releasing the air from the balloon into my nose, I'm very nervous. So he tells me just repeat a letter, which is odd. So for some reason, I I chose the letter K. So it's a good letter. I was just like K K K K K K K K K. I got incessantly made fun of by my brother and sister for years about K K. You know K K K. I go up to not K K K. I'm sorry. That's kind of weird. I know that is weird. But I go up to see my sister and the kids uh, this week, and uh, they're like, my sister must have told them something about. It. They're like, hey Buck. K K K K K K K K K K I think that's what I sounded like, you know. K K K K K K K K K I thought that story was really gross, but when you started saying, "Oh, I have to say a letter over and over again," I almost puked. Why? I don't. I don't know what it is about it. I saw you almost. I was. I was kind of losing it for a second, man. To say that you're uncomfortable with something going up your nose sounds like a lie to me. We've parted before. Remember that Michael Landon mirror? Oh boy, got photos of that stuff. But really, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to creep you out. That's fine. That's uh, we gotta repeat get raw. The, We're getting raw tonight. Yes, repeat it. I, Jeffy, got any? Yeah. Well, this is actually it was on my list, but we were talking about it before we started recording tonight. But this is a podcast, and we we're also talking about movie torrents. I hope I'm not uh, talking about too much criminal activity. Yes. Yes. Um, but when you're kind of waiting for something, or you're like when you see a podcast that you subscribe to showing up in your feed, or you're checking a torrent site and you're like, oh, that's that movie that I wanted to see six months ago. And you're not expecting it. And just a particular thing of media that you like shows up in your life. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, like when, when I'm, when there's a podcast I listen to when they, oh shit, so and so put out a show. Oh my God, you look nice today. Put out a new show. Like I'm fucking jazzed. It's super know? exciting. Like I'm sure that the listeners of the Far Out podcast, uh, every Sunday night or Monday morning, they're super stoked to see the show. I'd hope. Really? That's fair. <laughs> I, I got I got one last one. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, Buck. I wasn't sure oh. how how much of a list you were. Well, yeah, I didn't want to creep anyone out. <laughs> Sorry about. Sorry, that. Jeff. Yeah, but uh, again, a nice visual for you. I, I've I've been getting into a a robe situation. Oh, I like wearing robes after my shower. Did you buy a robe, or did someone give you yeah, one for the Christmas yeah, gift? Yeah, gift for the Christmas, but uh. I remember back in the day, my dad had an old Ritz Carlton robe. Oh, that shit was nice. Yeah, it had imprinted Ritz Carlton on. Did he steal he it? Stole, of course, he stole it from Ritz Carlton, dude. What? It's my, it's my pops. Charge you two hundred bucks on your hotel. Bill. So anyway, yeah, just uh, getting out the shower, no towel, just getting in the robe, 
just just letting it all hang out. Yeah, just chilling. I, I, I going, don't have a robe. I want to get a robe. Going sitting back on the chair, you know, having a smoke, putting TMZ and then Wendy Williams on, you know. That's Walk, a good morning. Walking up to the corner buying a lotto ticket and a beer. <laughs> well, this brings up a topic that I'm I'm still learning to deal with because it's the idea of comfort clothes. Like right. the robe is a comfort clothes. Yeah. And I don't own any comfort clothes. Like, what do you see me wearing? I wear, I wake up in the morning and put it on, and then I take it off before I go to sleep. But, like, people who have pajama, like, pajama pants or yoga pants are big right now. Yeah. Or a robe, just something to, like, lounge around in the house in. It seems so luxurious. And I don't know if I'm there in my life to, like, for that. And you got it as a gift. That's, like, the best gift, pretty much. You you gotta, you gotta take time, my friend. You really do. Sit back in a naked in a robe. Just right after a shower. Nothing better. I like, I like popping blackheads. Not a zit. There's a difference between a zit and a blackhead and something that came to later in life. Yeah, it was like, it wasn't until like 24 when I realized what a blackhead is. And a blackhead is just joy. Like when I see a blackhead on my face and you pop it and you got to give a little bit of effort on it, but then you get this long, straight, and, and it's, it's usually. Oh, it's the stuff that comes out. Yeah, yeah. That, that clear pus. That looks like I'm trying to describe it. It's almost like epoxy or like super glue, and it comes right out. And you're just like, oh, I think there's more in there. And you really just go for it, and it just oozes out like those snake fireworks. Yeah, yeah. Too I- many of you guys' simple pleasures are gonna make me puke tonight. <laughs> I, uh, What's up, Jeff? What's going on? I'm squeamish <laughs> with this body horror stuff. The creeps all of a sudden. I once had one it's like that my aunt over here. I once had the one that was a gift that keeps on giving on the side of my face. So I had to right. go to a dermatologist and realize oh. I had an infection. But I would just pop that bitch and be like, uh, and it felt like I lost 10 pounds. Just like, uh. <laughs> the best was when I used to have a cyst on my face. And I used to nice. pop that thing, and it would just like, just ooze and ooze and ooze. And then you got down to blood, and you think there's something beneath oh, the blood. Jesus. And, 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 and there's and, nothing beneath the blood. No, no, sadly, once you get the you blood, kept digging. I feel like I walked into a David Cronenberg film. <laughs> it's, it's game over once you get the blood. Yes, I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Far Out Podcast and vomiting on themselves and their automobiles. We'll be back next week. Thank you, Buck Perez. Thank you. I'm sorry, Aunt Lois. Thank you, Jeff. You'll be back next week. Oh uh, yeah, sorry, I got real grossed out today. And this is Todd Perry saying, "Ak baka, baka chuck." Out on tour with a smashing nature kids I, they don't have no function I don't understand what they mean I could really give up the stone temple pilots they're elegant bachelors foxy to me are they foxy to you I will agree it deserves